Hey everybody, this is Anna. So we got a big show ahead of us today. So this first segment, um, we're going to focus on news. And the second segment, we'll kind of dive into our main topic, which is deconstruction of the Christian faith. Um, and then the third segment, we'll kind of chillax and cool out, so, you know, talk about some stuff in entertainment world. So anyway, um, let's just drive straight on in. Um, the first story I kind of wanted to talk about is a Republican who has introduced an anti-trans bathroom bill in Congress. So, um, Mary Miller, who is, of course, a Republican from Illinois, has uh, introduced her first bill ever, and it's a anti-transgender bathroom bill, which she says will fight, quote-unquote, radical gender ideology from being pushed on our children, you know, think of the children, you know, we, we always got to think of the children, you know, that's all this is about. And to think of the children, we're going to ensure that trans children have urinary tract infections and get bullied and um, have worse mental health, you know, that's thinking of the children. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Didn't really think of that one through, but doesn't matter, you know. Um, Republicans don't care about children, and they certainly don't care about women's rights, which she will claim to care about in um, this press this ridiculous press release that she released. Um, all they care about is straight white men who are very rich and very powerful. Um, that's that's really all they care about. But, you know, it, it, for the first time, but it, they, they claim to care about children and women because when, because it's politically expedient for women to pretend to do so right now. Um, anyway, so um, she really, she's, the bill is H.R. 1417 titled The Safety and Opportunity for Girls Act or SOGA for short. Uh, which would ban schools from allowing transgender students to from using the bathroom or locker room that aligns with her gender identity and for, said force them to use facilities associated with her sex assigned at birth, which is absolutely abhorrent. Um, so she released a press um, release which attacked Biden for issuing an executive order. Um, so basically, um, the executive order that he released was saying that um, Title IX of the Education Amendment in 1917, so the, Title IX basically banned sex-based discrimination in schools. Biden issued an executive order saying that that um, included LGBT people. You know, um, LGBT people are covered by that. Um, Rep. Miller says that her bill is in line with Title IX, even though it would require schools to discriminate against, between transgender and cisgender students on the basis of sex side at birth. Yeah, I didn't think that one too well, did ya? Um, <clears throat> Title IX, so in her ridiculous press release, here's what she said. Title IX was created to enhance opportunities for women, not threaten for safety. My goal is to protect spaces like bathrooms, locker rooms, and sports teams for women like my five daughters. First off, trans, you know, trans women are women. Um, so, you know, if you want to enhance opportunities for women, you would, um, in fact, actually, you know, want to strengthen protections for trans women as well. You know, you can't really have, you know, just protect cis women or just trans women claim you're for women when you're not actually you know, um, doing something that's for all women, you know, you have to be for all women, not just certain types, you know, so that includes trans women. So first off, you know, let's get that out of the way. Second, um, what the fuck are you talking about? So by having trans girls use women's locker rooms and bathrooms, that threatens women's safety. What? No, that, that literally doesn't happen. Um, that, that that straight up doesn't happen. Uh, you you literally have to prove that that happens. And guess what? Doesn't happen. <laughs> it, it, it straight up doesn't happen. There's literally no evidence that trans girls or trans women, you know, make locker rooms or bathrooms a unsafe environment. In fact, actually, what happens is that trans girls 
and women are more likely get to, to get discriminated against and, you know, attacked in such bathrooms. Like, that's what's more likely to happen because people are fucking bigots. And do you know what's even worse for trans girls is having them go into men's bathrooms because, oh my God, the violence that happens against them. Yeah, um, but tell me how you're for the children and for women, but, you know, and so she she goes on, Democrats continue to pass radical gender ideology on our children, and we must draw the line to protect women and girls. Once again, you're not protecting women and girls at all. Um, There's literally nothing about this that protects women and girls. In fact, you're actually endangering our women and girls by forcing them to use men's bathrooms. And second... What the fuck do you mean by radical gender ideology? What's radical is this notion that gender is connected to your genitals. Gender is a social construct. This has been shown for decades now. This has been widely accepted among doctors, among psychology. You know, people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about for decades now. What's radical is your gender ideology, not, you know, the correct belief that gender is a social construct. Like, that's not radical. What's radical is your belief. Like, it's really amazing just how these people get away with these ridiculous narratives, just unchallenged. It's honestly disgusting. Um... And of course, you know, she, she continued on, you know, um, as a former competitive athlete and a mother to a daughter who is a D1 college eight athlete, essentially opposed biological males and girls, women's sports, locker rooms and bathrooms. Once again, fucking ridiculous. And also when it comes to sports, no, who, like, no, it, 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 trans girls are not destroying women's sports. It's simply not happening. There was one case, one case where a trans girl like actually did well. And even then she got her ass kicked the very next week. That was a track runner um, in Delaware, you know, and where she placed number where she placed first. And then the next week, the next run, she got her ass kicked. So it's just like, no, like, though, because one trans girl won one time, one time she won. Therefore, you know, trans girls are destroying women's sports. So, yeah, okay, fuck off. It, what happens almost all the time is if there's no advantage. In fact, trans women generally underperform. Like, they generally don't do that well in women's sports. That's what actually happens in women's sports when trans women actually participate. That's what actually happens. So, so stop this bullshit narrative that trans girls and women are destroying women's sports. It's simply not happening. What's really happening is that we're getting their asses kicked by cis women in these sports. So shut the fuck up. This is just so annoying. Like, it's completely devoid of reality. And people are so damn stupid that they just allow them to get away with it. Like, it, it's honestly despicable. Um, You know, and then... Yeah, I'm just going to read one more quote from her abhorrent press release, and we're just going to move on. Um, No high school athlete should have to look behind her back while changing into locker room to make sure there isn't a confused man catching a peek. No, this literally never happens. Cite me one time when this happened. Yeah, exactly. Trans girls are girls. Stop pretending. Like, there's literally no evidence supporting the idea that trans women are men who are just sexually confused. Like, this doesn't happen. This simply doesn't happen. Like, it, it, it's so beyond disgusting. Like, all of her rhetoric about trans people is so beyond devoid of reality. And yet, they just get away with it. It's, it, 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 it's disgusting, and it's honestly discouraging. Like, that people just allow them to get away with this shit. And yeah, you know what? Um, we're not really going to spend any time on this article. Um, I don't really see any benefit of focusing on this article, but I just wanted to point out the fucking stupidity of these Republicans when it comes to LGBT issues. So Lauren Boebert, who, by the way, is a QAnon supporter, and um, 
you know, our liberal queen, um, Stephanie Miller, has coined her um, QAnon Betty, which is how she shall be referred to from now on on this podcast. So QAnon Betty decided to go on to, um, what is his name? Um, Steven, what, oh God, what is his name? Where in the article? Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon. So he has a podcast, War Room, and she went on to its rant about, to, to an incoherent rant about the LGBT Equality Act. And here's what she said about it. This so-called Equality Act, which we all know is the Democrats using to play on words. So apparently equality doesn't mean equality? Yeah, I, 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 not, not, not what? I, I'm not sure what you the fuck you mean on that one. Um, anyway, there's nothing about equality in the act. If anything, it's the supremacy for gays, lesbians, and get this, this is the kicker of it all. Transvestites. Yeah, transvestites. What the fuck she was trying to say or do? Like, was she trying to make this, like, play on words between transvestite and um, Bolshevik or something? Or is she just, like, that fucking stupid and completely mispronounced it? And also using, and also stupid enough to use a completely outdated term by decades. But yeah, it shows the, the, these Republicans know nothing about what the fuck we're talking about. Like, so yeah, that's what QAnon Betty um had to say about this. If you wanted to know what QAnon Betty had to say. Anyway, um, let's move on in our little, our little, our little uh, trans. Uh, gosh, what is it? Journey into the sewers. Of our society to the to the bottom rung of our society of into you know intellectual um, into the void of intellect zone and continuing on at that um, Tucker Carlson tonight yeah they had um, Newt Gingrich so yeah Newt Gingrich and Tucker Carlson nothing good can happen from that um, absolutely nothing good happens when. Just any of those two are running for mouths off, you know. Just either one alone is toxic enough. But both of them together is um, apocalyptic levels of destruction and sewage. And just completely, and you know, like, yeah, it, 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 it was as awful as you can imagine. So um, Newt Gingrich decided to talk about the Equality Act as well. Here's what he said to Tucker. He said that Democrats are trying to pass, quote unquote, the most divisive policies up front, referring to the Equality Act, COVID relief bill, and background checks for gun sales. All of the things they want to hurt the country, oh, sorry, all the things that they want hurt the country in immeasurable ways. Why would you want those things? All right, so let's go down that list of things that he thinks are harmful to this country. Equality Act. So, wanting equality is harmful somehow? Um, last I checked, equality actually is to the benefit of, I don't know, everybody. Uh, you know, it makes our country better, you know, but who knows, you know. You know, this is my understanding, you know, um, like, you know, when we repealed Jim Crow laws, you know, and stopped allowing segregation against African-Americans, you know, um, seemed like a pretty good thing to me, you know, seems like a pretty good thing to me, you know, allowing gay people to marry, you know, um, seemed like a pretty good thing to me, you know, so I, 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 I can't, can't say that's a harmful thing. How about COVID relief bill? Let's see, um. Helping people get on better economic footing during a during the Great Depression 2.0 and also during a pandemic. Hmm. Yeah. Um. You know, helping people not end up homeless on a mass scale. You know, ensuring people eat. Hmm. 
Yeah, I don't see the harm in that either. You know, I, I don't see the harm in helping people eat and, you know, not be homeless, being a bad thing. You know, I, I don't see the harm in that. Um, how about background checks for gun sales? Hmm. Uh, gosh, let me let me think here. Uh, this is a really hard one. Um, should it be really easy for people to legally obtain a gun when they shouldn't? Hmm. Let, let, let's think about this one. Um, yeah, I don't see the problem in that one either. Um, yeah, it seems like a good thing to me. But, you know, once again, I'm just a lay person, you know. I'm I'm not some great, you know, um, congressman from, you know, the 90s, you know, like Newt Gingrich. You know, I, I'm just a dipshit with a podcast, a YouTube channel, a blog, and a Twitter account, you know. I'm just a fucking little dipshit, you know, I, who's just running my mouth off about shit, you know? So what do I know, you know? Um, but, you know, but to this layperson's perspective, um, yeah, it seemed like good things to me, you know? Everything that the Democrats are pushing for that Ulysses bad things seemed pretty good to me. So, yeah, um, he thinks those are bad, um... And, you know, but when he went on this incoherent rant about how undocumented immigrants are responsible for COVID, spreading COVID-19 in Texas, which is just another level of despicable. And we're not going to get into that on his podcast, you know. I'll leave it to others to just talk about how fucking despicable that is. Um, and then let's see. Um, what is he say? Oh, yeah. So he, he said this. They don't want to protect your America. They want to create an, altar, an alternative America. It's an America of racial deep inequality and an anti-white and, by the way, anti-Asian bias. It's an America that, in which transgender dominates Christianity and Judaism. They really despise America. I, 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 I'm just going to um, let that sink in for a minute. Yeah, so first off, um, apparently America doesn't have racial deep inequality. In, oh, no, I'm sorry. It does. I'm sorry. Oh, silly me. White people. Yeah, um, we have um, racial deep inequality towards white people, according to the genius known as Newt Gingrich. And if you can, and if you can't figure it out by now, I'm being completely facetious when I say genius, and you know, calling Newt Gingrich a genius. Um, yeah, that would be uh, news to pretty much everyone. That apparently the problem is that we're um, we have systemic racism towards whites. It's not towards blacks. No, 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 no. If you're an African American. You have it good in this country, apparently. It's white people. Yeah, yes, white people. Oh, God. Like, we're just doing mass incarceration of white people, you know? We have all these policies discriminating against white people. Oh, it's just so horrid for white people. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you even hear yourself? Like, how fucking stupid do you have to be to believe that white people are being discriminated against in America? Oh, my God. Fucking dumbassery of this. I, I, I just can't. I, I really can't, people. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't. I just can't. I mean, not only that, he says, in which transgender dominates Christianity and Judaism. What the fuck does that mean? Like, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I honestly have no idea what the hell he's even trying to say. Like, normally I'm pretty good at trying to figure out, you know, on, like, conservative ease, you know? Like, I used to be a conservative, you know? And, like, I like I was completely in on sort of lingo. But, like, I, I honestly have no idea what the hell he's even trying to say here. Like, it's so incoherent and devoid from reality. Like, this is just, it's just fear-mongering. That's literally all it is. And so, yeah, let, 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 let's move on um, from that complete um, train wreck. And let's move on to something else. And don't worry, after this, right after this um, article, we will get to good news, I promise. But first... I must give an article with a complete disclaimer. This is not an article from The Onion. 
I repeat, this is not from The Onion or a satire site. This is an actual story. This is something that actually happened. So I know that none of you are going to believe me, but this happened. <laughs> God, I can't believe I'm actually about to read this. I. Oh, God. But yeah, this is where our society is. Arizona State Representative Joseph Chaplick, Republican, of course, um, claimed that wearing a mask to prevent the spread of COVID isn't needed because masks weren't used to spread to prevent the spread of HIV. Let me say that again. A Republican has said that we don't need to wear masks to prevent the spread of COVID because we didn't use masks to prevent the spread of HIV. May I remind you how HIV is spread? HIV is spread through the exchange of bodily fluids, normally through sex or sharing needles. So basically, HIV is spread through sex. Not by coughing and sneezing all over the place. Do you know what is spread through coughing and sneezing? COVID! Oh my god. And unfortunately, um, his argument worked. The bill passed. Uh, passed the house. And it's go certainly going to pass the Senate because the Senate is run by Republicans. So, yes, unfortunately, this dumbass argument actually worked because apparently Republicans are that fucking stupid that they actually think that HIV is spread like COVID. Oh, God. I, I, I can't. I, 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 I just can't. I really can't. And just in case you don't believe me, here's the actual statement he made. And I swear we're going to move on. Because we need some good news. Um, and it's not good to sit in the sewage this long. Um, he said, HIV was going to wipe, you know, so basically, so, um, so yeah, HIV was going to wipe our global destruction of human bodies with AIDS. We heard about that in the 80s, yet no masks were required. So yeah, it's not hyperbole. He actually said that shit. Oh my god. All right, let, let, let's end the segment with some good news. Let, okay, shall, shall we? Let, let, let's talk, have some good news. So, the APA, or that is the American Psychological Association has decided it has adopted a resolution rebuking conversion therapy on trans patients, correctly citing that trans being trans is not a mental disorder. So yeah, um what is of a they have decried the use of the conversion therapy, which is a which is psychological torture, let's not pretend otherwise, to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. But this time they decided to do it specifically for trans people, because in the past I think it was really just for um gays and lesbians. So in February this happened in February, um they uh let's see. The APA, in a February resolution, the APA stated that transgender and gender non-binary identities and expressions are healthy and that incongruence between one's sex and gender is neither pathological nor a mental disorder. And then they went on to note many transgender and gender non-conforming individuals lead satisfying lives and have healthy relationships. And then it added that conversion therapy only serves to promote stigma and discrimination against transgender and gender diverse people. Um, let's see. And then the resolution did, in fact, emphasize that individuals who have experienced pressure to or coercion to conform to their sex assigned at birth or therapy that was biased toward conformity to one's assigned sex at birth have reported harm resulting from these experiences, such as emotional distress, loss of relationships, and low self-worth. Jennifer F. Kelly, the president of the APA, said that there is a growing body of research that shows that transgender or non-binary gender identities or normal variations in human expression of gender. 
And she went on to say, attempts to force people to conform with her rigid gender identities can be harmful to her mental health and well-being. So yeah, good news. The APA has said, yeah, no, conversion therapy for trans people is a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Um, We don't support at all. So yeah, this is um, pretty damn good news. And so, yeah, um, that's really all the news I got for today. Um, We're going to take a break here from our sponsor. And when we come back, we'll talk about deconstruction of faith. All right, guys, we are back. Um, So, yeah, let's um, dig right in. So, I am a huge Christian music nerd. Um, That's something, you know, that... Yeah, it's how you say that's probably been my main form of entertainment for years. It's just music in general, but specifically Christian music. And when I say that, I mean mostly like underground and indie Christian music, not that garbage mainstream Christian music. And I've and one of my favorites um, Christian artists for years now has been Audrey Assad. Um, she I think she had a little bit of mainstream success. Um, at the beginning of the 2010s, but has really kind of gone underground and more indie over the years. And I believe, oh gosh, I think it was 2018 or 2017 when she released an album called Evergreen, which in my opinion is one of the best albums of the decade. Absolutely fantastic. Um, especially the song River featuring Propaganda. So good, so good. And it's actually the spiritual, um, I think it's actually a sequel song to a song from um, Propaganda's album, Crooked. I forget the name of the song on that, but um, it featured Audrey Assad. So listen to both songs back to back for absolutely fantastic. But anyway, um, so she was on Twitter, you know, because I've been following her. Because once again, she, you know, I would say she's one of my favorite artists right now. And she was on Twitter and she finally came out something. She is no longer a Christian. She has said that, you know, she has been deconstructing her faith for years now, which if you've been listening to her music like I have been, um, yeah, it was pretty damn obvious. Um, like when, when an artist is deconstructing her faith, like you can tell through her music, like it's just something you can tell. And, um, yeah, she finally just straight out and said, it. yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not a Christian anymore. I deconstructed and I just never came back, you know. I just couldn't bring myself to come back, you know. Now, she does say that she does believe in a God, you know, and that, you know, he is love and whatever that God in is, you know. She she follows him, you know, and all that stuff, you know. She believes that she is living in the love of that God. Um, but that definitely made me kind of start thinking. Deconstruction. You know, I have been deconstructing my faith for a few years now. Now, I am in the reconstruction phase of my deconstruction, you know. Um, you know, like, I like I, like I have, mo- for the most part, completely, like, torn down to the ground, you know. Seeing what, you know, the, you know, I've pretty much already gone through the process of, like, challenging all the core tenets of my belief, you know. Um, all my presuppositions and everything. And now I'm in the process of building it back together in something that's hopefully more healthy. You know? But it's something I've been noticing people have really been doing a lot lately, especially um, Christians, you know, who especially Christian musicians I've been noticing. Um, let's see, John Mark McMillan. Um, Kane's Kaleidoscope, who is, in my opinion, probably the best band in all the music right now. Um, not exaggerating one bit. Um, trying to think, you know, Lecrae was doing that for a while, you know, so many artists, you know, even Christian authors, you know, have been doing it. I, I, I don't remember them off the top of my head because I don't really read a whole lot of Christian books, to be honest, but I do remember hearing out a few that were. You know, it's, it's, it seems like it's really become something really noticeable over the last uh, probably about five, six years. It's just been a wave of so many just like being forced to deconstruct for faith and many not coming back, you know. And there are so many Christians who are absolutely horrified by the notion of deconstruction. 
you know, faithing that there's no reason to do it. It shows how fate weak your faith has always been. Yada, yada, yada. And to me, it's more, it's not a tragedy that deconstruction exists necessarily. Like, my, my, I guess my problem is that in our current Christian culture, it has to exist. Like, what, what is it in our current culture that so many, like, seemingly more than ever, are having to deconstruct? You know, then I look at what what does our churches teach, and it's pretty horrendous. Like, why did I start deconstructing? Well, you know, I I realized I was trans. You know, and so like everyone who had ever grown up around told me that you know you couldn't be Christian and trans. In fact, God hated trans people. And then you know I started, uh, and I found Austin Hartke's um, YouTube channel, Austin Lionheart, and found his um, YouTube series, Transgender and Christian. And I started realizing that, oh, maybe the Bible isn't anti-trans. Maybe the, then I started researching and finding out that, oh, maybe the Bible isn't anti-gay. Oh, wait. So what else does, you know, everybody else have wrong? And it was just realizing the disconnect in what the Bible actually said and what everybody had always told me that it said. And listening to so many stories, it comes across that that seems to be most people's reason for deconstructing, too. They were told something by mainstream Christianity. And then they started reading the Bible for themselves, you know. Stopped, you know, using the lens of mainstream. But also, oh my God, I've been lied to my entire life. For instance, what is it that our mainstream Christian culture teaches us these days? To hate. Number one, God hates so-and-so. God hates immigrants. God hates black people. God hates Jews. God hates gay people. God hates trans people. You know? God hates anyone who's not straight, straight cis and white and, you know, male is implied, but, they, you know, they would never, very rarely would they ever say that straight out. Hmm. Where's that in the Bible? Can anyone point to me a single verse where God says any of those things in the Bible? Well, you can point to me some mistranslated verses. Verses that were mistranslated for nefarious reasons, according you know, as admitted by the translators in their own notes, you know, such as, you know, when they added homosexuality to the Bible. God only knows how long it is before some translation adds transgenderism to the Bible. Fact is, we have been lied to. What the mainstream Christianity teaches us is not in the Bible. In fact, it is anti-Bible. Look at CPAC this last, you know, a few weeks ago. They literally had a golden Trump idol. Most of the people at CPAC claimed to be Christian, and they were worshiping this golden idol of Trump. In fact, heck, most Christians, at least conservative Christians, were became Trump supporters. What's Christian about Trump or supporting Trump? Well, if you take the Bible seriously, nothing. But then why why did everyone, so many Christians, just fall for Trump? Maybe because we're not interested in actually understanding the Bible. Maybe it's that no one is actually interested in living by what the Bible says. Let's be honest. It's hard. It is hard to actually live by the Bible and what it says. It is hard to love everyone, especially your enemies and those who don't like you. It is hard to turn the other cheek. It is hard to give a shit about the poor. It is hard to care about the widow. It is hard to care about the lowest rung in society. It's hard to not, you know, just accumulate wealth for yourself and just hoard it. 
It's hard. But you know, isn't hard? Taking verses out of context, mistranslating verses, misinterpreting verses to make yourself feel better about a lifestyle that you're living. It's not hard to take verses out of context and use it as justification for hating people who are different than you. It's not hard to do that. But it's hard to love people who are different than you. You know, I think back to how our our forefathers faced the Bible to justify slavery. Is the Bible pro-slavery? Not even close. And yet they use it as that. Why? Because it just not not only to justify this to the slaves why they should be, you know, glad to be slaves. I think a lot of it had to do with justifying to themselves, making themselves feel good, feel better that what they are doing to make themselves believe that what they are doing was right. Think of how, how many Christians, when you when you bring up, you know, being supportive of gay rights, they immediately bring up a so-called anti-gay verse, you know? And, and if you ever challenge them on anything, it just comes back to, like, they just dig down even further. It feels good to think that the Bible justifies you in your lifestyle. It feels good to think that the Bible justifies you in your bigotry. I mean, you wouldn't want to be living out of the side of the will of God, right? And this is what our culture preaches and it practices. And so when you start reading the Bible for yourself and realizing, oh, wait, this isn't what the Bible teaches after all. In fact, the Bible teaches something quite different, something much harder to live out, but something much more beautiful in the end. It requires you to completely deconstruct. It requires you to take apart your own faith and real and wonder what is it that I truly believe? What is it that I should truly believe? And it's hard. It's not easy, especially because it might make you an outcast. It might make you a pariah in your own social circles, your own family even. And sometimes you may never come back to the faith. And let's be honest, in our Christian churches, many won't even support you. Many think it's abhorrent that you're deconstructing your faith. Just get in line. Oh my gosh, why do you have to be questioning all this? Why do you have to make everything so difficult? Do you not trust pastor in what he says? Do you not? Why do you not take the Bible literally? You know? It's not easy. And yet, in our current world, to live out the Bible accurately, to live out our faith accurately and truly, we must do this very rough thing. It shouldn't have to be this way. I may not hate the construction itself, but the fact that it is so required to actually live out our faith, to actually be a Christian, that I do abhor. And it's sad. It's sad knowing that so many have walked away because of how anti-Bible, just how contrary to God's word our mainstream Christianity is today. And they recognize that, and they just couldn't get over it. This should not be a thing, my friends. Anyway... I mean, that's really all I got to say on this topic. So we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll just kind of chillax a little bit before we go our separate ways. Hey, guys, this is Anna. So if you enjoy my content, whether it's my vlog or my videos or maybe even both, hopefully, uh, feel free to support me on Patreon. The link is in the description below, though you can look me up on Patreon just, you know, by looking up Anna Hudak. And so if you do, we have three tiers, $3, $5, and $10. At $3, the main reward is getting the podcast early. 
at five dollars you get several rewards um including some things that i you, unfortunately i'm not really able to fulfill on at the moment due to the fact i don't have internet at my place yet um which is uh access to um, research papers um i i when i do have access to internet i am always working on those right now even lately working on one about trans youth and what the science says about them but especially fi dollars i think the most enticing reward is getting access to all my videos on youtube early and then on the ten dollar tier you get one to two videos early you can suggest videos and podcast topics among other things and so feel free once again the link will be in the description below to support me on patreon i also you can also do one-time payments for cash App, venmo and paypal if it's the route you would rather go anyway thanks for listening and for those who do choose to financially support thank you especially all right so we are back and so as we before we go on our way let's just kind of chill out relax a bit so i kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the mcu so when i when i when i when i was growing up you know um because you know i was raised male you know my parents got me into you know a lot of the superhero type stuff you know of course you know very stereotypically male you know all that stuff you know and my parents were definitely very very big on you know, stereotypes, like, you know, and all that stuff, you know, like, they, they were offended I ever wanted to play with my sister's Barbies, like, that was just a no-no, say, like, you know, you play with your G.I. Joes and be happy with it, like, why do you want to play with Barbies, that's disgusting, ew, that's kind of like how my parents were with this stuff, you know, but, you know, I, I grew up with superheroes, and, and I actually did enjoy them, I want to make that clear, you know, I've always liked superheroes, you know, and I was a huge Marvel fan, like, I always liked DC, you know, um, but not generally kind of like the stuff that a lot of the DC fans like, you know, like, I'm going to be honest, I've never been a Batman fan. I have never understood the love for Batman. I think, yeah, I, I honestly just don't get it. I honestly don't understand why everyone loves Batman so much. I've always been more of a Superman gal, um, Green Lantern, Aquaman, The Flash, Green Arrow, you know, um, those the Teen Titans. That's always been kind of my jam on DC. Especially, um, I would probably say Green Arrow and Green Lantern have always been um, probably my two favorites from there. Maybe Superman. I don't know. Like, you know, I always enjoyed DC, you know, but it was especially Marvel. Marvel and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Absolutely adored. You know, and Spider-Man more specifically of Marvel. I also liked Hulk a lot, okay? I also really liked Hulk. Um, but yeah, so... Um, yeah, you know, so I grew up loving Spider-Man, you know, uh, I, my parents never let me see any of the live-action Marvel movies until, ooh, um, let me see, probably until I moved to Indiana back in 2013, I didn't even know the, Mar the MCU even existed until 2014, okay, like, that's how damn sheltered I was growing up, you know, like, I didn't even know there was an Avengers movie out, you know, until, like, summer 2014 i think like i was literally like so i was at my own so like we were living with my great uncle at the time and like when i went growing up i never had cable okay like i never had cable but like at my great uncle's he had cable and i remember flipping through and seeing the avengers was on it's like wait that's that, that that's marvel did we make an avengers movie and yeah, I watched it, you know, and, and really enjoyed it. And that's how I actually got into the MCU because I didn't even know it existed at, at that point. But yeah, so, you know, I immediately fell in love with it because this was like the comic books and the coloring books and the cartoons and the toys and all that stuff like I had growing up, like come to life. Like, oh my God, I loved it. You know, I immediately fell over it, head over heels. You know, I haven't seen every Marvel movie yet. Um, I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Ant-Man and Wasp I haven't seen. I haven't seen the first two Thor films. Um, I think that's everything I haven't seen yet. Yeah, I don't. I, those are the ones I think I haven't seen. But, you know, um, 
But like I immediately fell head over heels, you know. I wanted like I lived, breathed Mart MCU. But the thing is, at the same time, I always knew that, you know, like I'm not gonna pretend that these are great movies by any means. Like, let's be honest, as movies, you know, actual movies are kinda at best, you know, for just okay, you know, for highly entertaining, you know, but for his movies are just kind of, mm, okay, you know, for for fine, for serviceable, you know, they get a pass, you know. I'm sorry, there's really only three superhero films that are like actually genuinely good movies, okay? Spider Man into the Spider Verse, Spider Man 2, especially the director's cut, Spider Man 2.1, which is fantastic, like. I'm sorry, you, once you see 2.1, you just can't go back to the original. Um, and then Captain America Winter Soldier. Those are the, like, the only two superhero films that are, okay, I would say big ones, okay, because I forgot. Mystery Men. Mystery Men was a genuinely good movie. I know nobody's ever heard of it, which is a damn shame. But anyway, um, we're going to kind of talk about that a bit later. Later, uh, Anyway, um, you know, so I so I became a huge fan, you know. I gotta be honest. I kind of burnt out now. Like I, I am just burnt out. I, I, I just don't care anymore. You know, I don't like. For, for instance, one of the things that kind of maybe sort of souring on the MCU was, um, Tom Holland as Spider Man. I do not like his Spider Man at all. I don't like the those movie the MCU Spider Man films even remotely because there's something I hate in entertainment is cringe. I despise cringy stuff. You know, I can't stand Elf, the Christmas movie. I I can't stand, um, like, I've never made it more than 40 seconds into the office and, like, any of the compilations they ever you do I need to, because, like, the rest of my family's all seen The Office. And, you know, and, like, one of them being showed me, like, trying to get me to watch this YouTube compilation of some of the funniest jokes or whatever, you know, and I, I couldn't even make it 40 seconds. Like, I'm sorry, I don't do cringe, you know, and so I was watching, and the the MCU Spider-Man films are just pure cringe, especially Far From Home, like, it was okay, tolerable in Homecoming, you know, it's like, I can watch that movie again, I, but I don't really want to. Far From Home was nothing but pure cringe, like, the entire, I hate that film. I absolutely hate that film with every fiber of my being. It is one, in my opinion, one of the worst films ever made. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And same thing with um, Endgame. I cannot stand that movie. I hated it. You know, and, I, and that's one of the things that killed it off for me was um, Infinity War, Endgame, and the two Spider-Man films, and even Black Panther to an extent. Because I'm sorry, Black Panther really wasn't that great. Like it was good. Like the villains were amazing. Like probably the best superhero villains ever. And then they made the stupid ass decision to kill them off, but whatever. Um, but it's just like, yeah, especially like I as much as I hated Infinity War and Endgame because I do hate those films. I think for garbage, you know. And then there was the break. And during that time, I got to watch good movies, like actually good movies. You know, I got to see 1917. I got to see Little Women. I saw Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. You know, I'm sorry, but it really reminded me of everything I've been missing while I was so caught up on Marvel. Like, yeah, they they still make genuinely good movies these days. I, I honestly forgot that, like, I because, like, every now and then, you know, I've seen, like, a genuinely good movie, you know, Rival, I saw Lion, um, trying to think, probably, yeah, Hacksaw Ridge, yeah, that's probably about it, to be honest, and it's just, like, nice to watch, like, genuinely good movies again, and it's just, like, Especially, you know, and it, my, my my family got me to watch WandaVision. I wasn't really all that interested in seeing it. But, you know, like, the rest of my family loved it. And we're just like, I only started watching it about two weeks ago, you know. And it's just like, so I finally was like, all right, all right, I'll watch. And, I mean, it's been fine. Um, I, I, I don't think it's really that great, to be honest. Like, I think it's an okay show, you know, um... 
not really excited for um, Winter Soldier and Falcon or whatever that is, you know. I'm not really excited for that. I'll probably watch it because, like, my family will probably watch it and drag me into it. But the thing is, like, I'm just kind of over Marvel at this point. Like, I just don't care. You know, like, I don't care about Black Widow. I don't care about The Eternals. I don't care about um, No Way Home. Like, I'm not seeing No Way Home. I'm sorry. It's never happening. I don't care. Like, I know that supposedly we're bringing back, like, Andrew Garfield, which is my boy. You know, I'm sorry. Like, The Amazing Spider-Man, like, his portrayal of Spider-Man, in my opinion, is peak Spider-Man. Like, that was the best Spider-Man ever got in terms of, like, actual portrayals of the characters. Like, Amazing Spider-Man 2, unfortunately, sucked. But even then, the characters were fucking amazing. Okay, except for Jamie Foxx's Electro. Why the fuck are they bringing back Jamie Foxx's Electro? Why? No, no, no one wanted that. Um, but anyway, that's besides the point, you know. And I, I just don't care. I'm not seeing that film. You could not pay me enough to see that film, and that's surprising for me because, like, there was a point where um, Spider-Man was one of the things that always had my money. Like, if you did Spider-Man, um. Yeah, I mean, it straight up had my money. Like, I, that's how much I love Spider-Man. Like, it was right up there with, like, Tron and, um, like, Middle Earth for me. Like, you, you do something with Spider-Man, you got my money. I'm not that way with Spider-Man anymore. Like, I just don't care. Like, it's been bludgeoned to death, to be honest. And, you know, I, I just don't care anymore, to be honest. Like, my love for it has grown out, um... To be honest, I guess I just kind of want to move on to better things. Because, once again, the Marvel movies, I mean, they're okay movies. Like, the reason I enjoyed them is just because they were enjoyable. They weren't that good of movies, though. You know, they just found that, they just found, knew how to make films that were thrill rides. You know, that were enjoyable despite, you know, not really being that great. Which is fine, you know, but unfortunately, I think that people may take it way too far when we actually, like, legitimately, claim, like, no, these are, like, legitimately good movies, or, you know, um, and all that. So, like, for not, I'm sorry, for objectively not, okay? Like, I know what a good movie looks like. like I know how to make a good movie. Like, come on, people, like, no, no. I'm sorry. These are not, like, actual, these are not masterpieces. These are not objectively good movies i'm sorry like we're not we're simply not i'm sorry and we and, and we can debate that i i'm gonna make that clear and i will also make it clear that i will um own you because i actually know what the fuck i'm talking about when it comes to movie stuff like i have worked on like i i've worked on you know helped out on some yeah, like, yeah, it's a very low budget stuff, you know. Like, I have actually had, like, actual experience with, like, cameras um, and been doing, you know, film editing and all that stuff. Not necessarily for movies, but, like, I have worked on, like, helped with special effects and stuff like that. And I have know people who actually work professionally in movies and have done special effects work in movies, watched them do for work in addition to that, and including my own, like, small dippings into that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, we're not, we're not good movies. I mean, we're not, uh, anyway, we're just enjoyable. Anyway, I, I went way too long on that. But anyway, so, you know, like, I'm just kind of ready to move on, I guess, you know. <sighs> Like, I want to make it clear, like, I, 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 I'm not necessarily just, like, poo-pooing on superhero films, period, you know? Like, for instance, like, Mystery Men, you know? I, I want to see them do something with Mystery Men. Um, I want to see, like, I love The Tick. I, I, I always love all the Tick TV shows, even the Amazon one, um, <clears throat> which was some something, you know? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I always adore, you know? Um... You know, I I am beyond hype for Aquaman too. Aquaman is the only other. You know, I forgot to list that as one of the few like genuinely good movies. That was superhero. Okay, like I am I I am ready for Aquaman too. But it's just like I don't know. I I just kind of burn out at this point. Like, and and I guess it doesn't really help. It's just like the fucking cult MCU. Like the people who just worship these films. It's like the peak of cinema and all that stuff like they just love these movies to death and it's just like be honest it, it, it kind of 
that that stuff really rubs me the wrong way. It's like these fandoms. There's like it's all they live and breathe, and like they worship the stuff, you know. And the worst fandoms I've ever seen for this are MCU, Harry Potter, um, let's see, Avatar Last Airbender, um, Star Wars. And I know there's a few others that I can't think of a lot of time. It's just like anime. Oh, my God. The anime fan base. Oh, fucking kill me. Uh, you know, but it's just like. The MCU fan base kind of killed it for me. It's like, whenever I find it, like, I have learned my lesson by now. If there's anything that I like, never ne never get involved in the fandom. The fans ruin it. Like, the fans ruin everything. Like, for instance, I love Star Trek. I am not involved in the fandom in any way. I know, like, two... I, I, okay, I know... Per, like, I, have ta I talk to or know personally... Let's see, maybe one, two, three. Yeah, about three people who really like Star Trek, you know. And even then, you know, none of these people are like super fans. You know, we just enjoy it. You know, I say I'm never going to get involved in the Star Trek fandom. Why? Because they're going to ruin it for me. Like fans ruin everything. I'm sorry. You know, reason why I don't like Avatar at all is because of the fucking fans. Like, they worship Avatar to no end. Oh, it's the greatest show ever. Oh my god, you, you think that it's just mediocre? You're fucking... So like, I have been told by people I know, people I would consider friends, I'm a fucking idiot for thinking that Avatar is only mediocre. I have no taste, you know. Oh, um... You know, I, I shouldn't ever watch anything ever again because clearly I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yada, yada, yada. You know, Harry Potter, same way, like, people worship Harry Potter. My own sisters have driven me fucking insane with Harry Potter. You know, like, I I, I was never probably going to get into Harry Potter before just because of the fan base now. It's like, um, J.K. Rowley is a fucking transphobe. But it's like, I'm not going to lie. Like, Harry Potter does seem like something that would be kind of up my alley. I'm not going to do it because I hate the fandom that fucking much. And J.K. Rowling is a fucking transphobe. So yeah, I'm not going to support, you know, the, the works of a fucking turf, you know. But it's like, which is, it's like, but like I would love to kind of get into that if I'm being completely honest. You know, Star Wars, the reason I, one of the reasons why I'm not super big, like, I'm just being honest, Star Wars is not really my thing, period, you know? Like, I, I love the video games. I, I absolutely adore the video games. The movies I just think are kind of alright, you know, except for Rogue One and Return of the Jedi. Those movies are fucking amazing. But, um, but it's like, the reason I don't get into it more is probably, is, once again, because of the fans. Like, I, I, I grew up around so many Star Wars fans, like, diehards, and it just ruined it, like, we we can't say anything nice because of the fans. Anime, never get into it. Never even consider getting into it. Because the fan base is so just dired over it. Colesish over it. Like, they worship anime. Oh, anime is the greatest thing ever. Oh my gosh, it's so wonderful. Blah, 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 blah. Pokemon? Oh, God. Don't even get me started on the Pokemon fan base. I know way too many Pokemon fans. I know way too many for my mental health. And, I, and, you know, Pokemon, I'm not going to lie, is something I've always wanted to get into. But I refuse to because of the fucking fans. Can't stand it, you know. It, like, Middle Earth. I, I I don't... Okay, Middle Earth fans are actually pretty good about it. Like, I have actually not really found... It's the one fandom that I've really been a part of, like, I actually dove into, you know. And Arrow. Arrow and Middle Earth. The two fandoms I've really gotten into and I just haven't found the fucking fanatics yet. At least yet. But, you know, like, but those were mostly accidental, to be honest. Like, I didn't intend to. Like, I, I, I actually really did genuinely accidentally kind of stumble into the fandoms for those. But, you know, but it's just like, I, I refuse to get, like, into the fandoms of so many things I enjoy. Like, Tron, The Tick, Mystery Men, and stuff like that. Just because it's like, I, it, the fans ruin it. Like, it, if people would, could just stop worshipping these things and just take... 
differing opinions. Like, not get so mad if you don't love certain thing or whatever. It's just like, I like I would. Like, there's so many things I want to get into, or want to like even more than I do. But it's like I just can't. The fans fucking ruin it. Cause the entire time you're just like, you're wondering, you're worrying about you know having the correct opinion on this. It's just like, oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, I mean, that's really all I got to say. Um, but yeah, so if you enjoy my content, you know, feel free. Go to so support me on Patreon, Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal. Description, the links are in the description below. Um, if you have a comment or question, email me at anahudok. Sorry, anahudok98 at sohomail.com or, you know, just copy and paste from the description box below. Um, go on to anchor.fm, find my podcast, send me a message so that... Um, do a voice message, you know, so I can react to it on the show. And yeah, um, that's everything I got for today. Um, have a great day, everyone. Peace.